Hello and welcome to another episode of Third and Goal. I'm Jamie. I'll be hosting uh, this episode. Uh, joined as always by Dan and Rob. Dan, Rob, how are we doing, guys? Good, thanks, man. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, busy few weeks off, trying to uh, get my upside down life uh, sorted in preparation for a, an incoming newborn. But yeah, apart from that, I'm all good. Dan, how are you doing? I love the way you, I love the way you said joined as always. Like, no. I think it's the first time in about two months we've all been in together. <laughs> 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 yeah, right <a> point. <laughs> <laughs> Life's been getting in the way a bit for all of us, I think. But um, hey, it's good fun. It's good to have us all back. Absolutely. And we're joined today by uh, Dan Finch. Dan, how are we doing today? Hi, guys. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Hope you're all well. Awesome. Good to have you with us. And uh, for those who don't know, Dan, just a few lines about yourself. Uh, who, who's your favourite NFL team? Uh, any sort of fantasy football or writing or anything that you do? So um, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Uh, I'm quite new to the, the fantasy leagues. I think Dan introduced me about two, three years ago. Uh, I do have a podcast, but we're not too frequent, so I won't plug it too much. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Okay, so this week in the uh, the NFL was was an eventful one, um, shall we say? Uh, we'll start with uh, what seems like a lifetime ago now. Thursday night football, Eagles Texans. Uh, anyone want to take us away with any thoughts on that game? Yeah, pretty straightforward, right? I don't think any of us would have saw another outcome to that game. Um, Jalen Hurts is good. Devontae Adams is good. They're um, a lot being said about their schedule, but I guess from their point of view, they can only beat what's in front of them, and they're doing a pretty decent job of it up till now. So, yeah, their trains are rolling, and they don't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Yeah, I think, you know, he missed up um, for the Eagles as well. Uh, Dallas Goddard had a really good game. Um, caught eight of nine targets, 100 yards, touchdown, um, seven first downs. Um you know, for the Texans' offense, I think Damian Pierce was the only one who, you know, really showed anything. No receivers, did they? they no Nico Collins, no Brandon Cooks. No. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it, really. Like Dan says, I don't think you'd have expected uh, that result to go any other way whatsoever. Um, so it probably weren't a surprise to anyone. Yeah, it was uh, nothing exciting going on, really. It was a straightforward game. Um, I think, like you say, uh, Dallas got it, had a good game. Uh, Miles Sanders, 93 yards and touchdown, had a good game as well. Um, so, yeah, that just seems to be uh, be ticking along nicely in uh, in Philly. Moving on, we'll go to um, we'll go Patriots Colts. Uh, obviously, with the uh, the news of uh, the firing of Frank Reich um, after a dismal performance, uh, putting up three points against the Patriots, who uh, seemed comfortable all the way throughout that game, uh, didn't pay a great deal of attention to it. But there just seems to not have been a, a huge amount of yards in this game. Did anyone watch this in any particular depth at all? I watched the highlights, um, but it was more or less on what I saw. Just the Colts' offensive line. They've just got nothing, have they? I think there was eight sacks on Ellinger. So is it Ellinger or Ellinger? Ellinger, yeah, I think there were nine altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're getting sacked eight or nine times in a game, it's it's not good, is it? Yeah, he just he spent the day running for his life, and then I think there was a pick towards the end as well. It's 
it's not it's not pretty for for Colts, is it? No, I just you know I can't understand. Well, I can in a way, but you know I you know I've said this multiple times on here that the Colts I thought were going to be a a good playoff team this year and they've got plenty of quality and I thought Matt Ryan going in there would improve them. Um, Ryan was hank, uh, ranked really highly in the top five, I think, for passing yards. Um, but every time I've seen them, that offensive line just doesn't seem to be able to stop any sort of pressure and Ryan seemed to be you know, under pressure even more so than when he was at the Falcons. And um, yeah, you know, Ellinger going in there and them saying he'd he'd get the job for the end of the season. Obviously, Reich's gone now, so we'll see whether Matt Ryan gets back in once he's recovered from his shoulder injury. But, yeah, putting up three points is poor. And, you know, on the flip, I don't think the Patriots were brilliant on offence either, um, in all honesty, from, from what I've seen. But, yeah, the Colts, it's just absolute disaster of a season for them. Yeah, I mean, I've just had, had a very quick look at the stats here. Uh, it must have been an absolute nightmare to watch this live. 203 total yards from the Patriots, 3.3 yards per play. And then the Colts, 121 total yards, two yards per play. It just, looked like it, just looks like it's been an absolute snooze fest. And I think they've done well to put 26 points on with those sort of, you know, those sort of numbers. Um, yeah, the, neither team uh, are looking great. I think Patriots, their record flatters them for for what they've seen what I've certainly seen of them this season um, so yeah I can't see them yes they're putting wins together but they're certainly not playing playing particularly you know decent football to watch um, any other comments on that exciting game before we shift on to the next one no I don't think so nail on the head on that one really to be honest okay we'll move on to uh Lions Packers. Um, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on what's going on in uh, in Green Bay, Dan? Oh, I don't know where you want to start. Um, I just think I think they just I think the window shut last year, and they tried their hardest to keep it going. And I know a lot of blame is going to go on the receiving core, injuries, etc. But I mean that game was lost by Aaron Rodgers as much as he he doesn't want to say it the all three of the picks I think were questionable especially the one where he's trying to pass to to D back um and I feel for the defense a lot of people having to go at the pack of defense saying that they should have been elite but when you're on the field that much you've got no hope yeah no I uh I did catch the highlights of this one and, and a couple of the interceptions that Rogers threw were, were terrible and obviously it's it's uncharacteristic of him um I'm not sure of his exact stat line for the for the season, but I'm, I'm sure he's put up a you know quite a decent amount of uh, of interceptions in comparison to last year. Um, coming off the back of two MVP seasons, you, you certainly weren't expecting this. I know obviously a lot was made of, of losing uh, Adams in the off season, but you just can't seem to get anything going on the offense. Um, I mean, for the the so-called you know decent running game that you guys have got. Um, you can't seem to be doing much with the ball on the ground either, so it's, it seems to be coming from from all fronts. It's yeah. easier for, for defences that know that Rogers has got no receivers that he trusts, and so yeah. they just know if we you know we concentrate on the run game then and try and stifle that, then 
They're going to steal through the end. Anyway. Not trusting your receivers. Then there's going to fall through goals on the one and try and get some David back to the hole. The worst thing yeah. about that call was there was about five seconds left on the clock and he rushed Aaron Jones in and sent one of the tight yes. ends out, I think it was. And, he looked and then, and then you're still throwing it to Bakhtiari. Like, what, what, what's the point? So where 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 do you go from here then, Dan? Is is this fixable? It, uh, you know what what happens is a full reset in the off season. What if if you're you know you're the GM or what have you? What where where are you starting? What what are you doing to try to try and rectify all the issues that you've got? I I have no idea because if if he Rogers goes, the cap hit I think for if he retires is monstrous. If he stays, yeah. he's still going to be on forty five fifty million pounds. We're losing a lot. A lot of players in this offseason. I think Lazard, Tonyan, um, Adrian Amos, they're all kind of big players for our team and they're all not going to be there next year because we haven't got the cap room. So it's I'm intrigued to see what they do. Uh, I have a feeling it will just be, let's see what we can get. And um, then the year after, look to see what Jordan Love's got, I'm assuming. Okay, awesome. Uh, anything on the Lions on this one? just want to ask about the coaching as well. He is so far out of his depth, right? The offense or defense? The <laughs> offense. Yeah, I think he. We've seen it even last year when the Packers are behind. He doesn't know how to coach a team back into back into a game. Two years of the Forty Niners in the playoffs. Uh, Tampa uh, Saints at the beginning of last year, we were completely blown out. When we when this team lose, they lose. It's not normally pretty. And he doesn't know how to coach. And his press conferences, you can play bingo with what he's going to come out with. And you, you've got a good show. If you drink to it, you are in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right. Nothing too exciting to say on the uh, the lines in this game. Uh, we'll, we'll swiftly move on. Rob, I'm sorry to uh, to come to you next, but Falcons Chargers. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on this one? Um. You know, first I want to give a shout out to uh, Andy Campbell if he's listening tonight because I actually saw a tweet saying that he felt that we could. Be- <laughs> Seven and two right now, um, and you know what? I probably agree with him. There's games that we've been so close, and we just seem to have not done ourselves any favors. And this was another one of those games. You know, I went into this game thinking, you know, the Chargers on paper they're a much better team than the Falcons. They're much more dangerous on offense. They're better on defense. They're struggling with injuries, and we've been playing with you know, plenty of heart and showing promise in areas. So I actually thought that this was a good time to play the Chargers for us. Um, but I thought it could have gone either way. And first quarter, the Falcons came out, just ran the ball down their throats. They couldn't cope um, with our run game. Second quarter was an absolute flip because we looked awful and their offense looked like they were getting into the groove and, you know, Herbert was throwing balls everywhere and, that sort of had me worried at halftime. And then, you know, third quarter came out and the Falcons seemed to wake up and the Chargers went back to sleep again. It was sort of back and forth every quarter. And, you know, for a neutral to watch, it would have been a really good, interesting game to watch. As a Falcons or Chargers fan, um, I'm guessing not so much. And in the last two minutes, well, last minute probably, um, 
the Chargers were running down the clock. They were in field goal range. And I thought, yeah, you know, this is over. Um, they fumbled. We recovered. Um, and then Taquan Graham's running down the sideline. And without even any pressure, just sort of lets go of the ball and runs past it. And they recovered. And Yeah, it was bizarre, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone five foot of him. Yeah, it was... It's so frustrating to watch because he's just, you can actually, when you watch the replay, you can see he's just like, he's not tucking the ball, his arms like literally moving backwards and forwards as he, as he's running. And he doesn't seem to have a really solid grip on the ball. And then it just, it loses grip of it. So it's a little defense. There was, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I play defense, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, from that point of view, we were probably at the halfway line. If it had got out of bounds, if they'd have caught him and tackled him, you know, we're still at the halfway line. We still have to go and get in field goal range. But it's sickening to to lose the ball in that position um, and then go on and lose the game. Um, but, you know, again, I think there's enough there. There's only been one game this season where I thought, oh, my God, we look absolutely atrocious. Um, the what? The Tampa game. <laughs> no, Tampa. We should have beat Tampa, and we'll beat them next time. Yeah. The um, the Khalil Mack in the ball off London was the moment, wasn't it, when it just fell apart? Yeah, yeah. I mean that. You know, there were some some calls in this game where I can't remember it. What was it? Um, was it Austin Eckler that everyone thought they tackled him, and then he ran it in for a touchdown, and the player went to review, and it looked like the defender rolled and was on his back and it looked like Eckler didn't even touch the floor at all. And then they literally, Dan Blandino pointed it out, literally his elbow. And yeah, it was, you know, I was just like, how can that happen? But yeah, there were plenty in this game to, I think both teams shot themselves in the foot in, in areas. Um, quite a lot, you know, I thought our performance was okay. It's just the way that we lost it at the end. Having Patson back was huge. He had a great game, two touchdowns. Uh, Tyler Alagia, uh, rookie running back, he's stepped up immensely while Patson's been out injured. He put up over 100 yards, his best game of the season. Um, and, you know, we are we're a run-first offence. We look like we can um, run the ball well, uh, which is better than we've been able to do in the last couple of seasons. So, yeah. Disappointing, but not disheartening, I wouldn't say. Awesome, yeah. Um, from a Chargers, sort of Chargers standpoint, uh, obviously down Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen, they've got to be pleased with just getting out there with a win, to be fair. Um, but it certainly doesn't look like the same offence it was last year. Herbert's not, you know, he's not bombing any throws down the field. I know it's, you know, you're not going to have that sort of explosive play without those two on the field. But it seems to have been a you know a recurring theme now. You don't seem to be seeing these long chunk players that he was that he was pulling off last year. Um, anyone got any comments on the charges briefly, just in where you see their season going? I just think Keenan Allen's a weird one, right? He was getting bitter and bitter and bitter, and then they went, "Oh, we're going to hold him out to the bye." He could have played the week before the bye week, they reckon. Then he injured mm-hmm. himself running during the bye week, and now he's out again for an inordinate amount of time, probably. That seems really bizarre. You know, it just screams to me, Michael Thomas, at the same. Mm. There's just something yeah. else not quite right behind the scenes there somewhere. 
Um, <coughs> the Michael Thomas one's a, a bizarre one as well. That just it just doesn't seem to be going away. But yeah, it's, it's definitely got oh, similar Thomas, similar parallels, hasn't it? Michael Thomas will be cut in the off season. Don't worry about that. There's, yeah, because the can't carry him on the organisation anymore. That's got to be burnt down, surely. <laughs> right, where are we going next? Uh, do you know what? We'll go Jets Bills. Um, <laughs> yeah, Adam, why not? Did you, did you listen to the <laughs> show last week? I didn't. I missed it. We have given it us absolute grief, were you? We got no. We got the Jets Bills. I went Bills. I went Bills. We were joined by Simo and Brit Towers, who went Bills. And I held your prediction back, Jamie. I said, you're never going to guess what Jamie's got. And Rob was like, there's no way in hell he has picked the Jets. No way in hell. It's the only week I think you haven't picked the Jets. Sure enough, he didn't pick the Jets, and they actually went and won. <laughs> yeah, I, I came into the game, obviously, on the back of the... Uh... Back of the periods lost. I wasn't one of these jumping, jumping up and down, kicking and screaming, wanting to see Mike White over uh, over Zach Wilson. Although he's, you know his interceptions were absolutely shite, uh, you know, not not sort of sugarcoating that he, he was shocking against the Patriots. Uh, this game he was he was a lot better. He was sort of tidy with the ball. He was you know he was looking after it. Um, for the, uh, the what turned out to be the game winning field goal, he's he's on the sort of four or five yard line. Uh, you know, pass rushes, rushes is closing in. Weeks gone by, he's, he's trying to make a miraculous play. He's trying to run away. He's going to end up. He, he, he mm. sat and took the sack. I thought that in, it was sensible taking that sack. You weren't going out field goal rounds. It was sensible. It, Let me it, go down. You, you saw it. You saw the decision making. He just he just didn't move a muscle, protected the ball, and then just took what was coming. Um, defense was awesome again in this game. Uh, Sauce Gardner is. Absolutely outrageous, and I was kicking and screaming. The last play of the game, right? Yeah, it, and you must yeah. be that's DPI. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> Holding his arm, and not once did he turn around to the ball. He wasn't. Was he wasn't looking at all, was he? If that was midway through the third, that gets called a DPI right away. Probably right. The yeah. last play of the game. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't get called. <clears throat> Do you know what it is coming into the? Uh, Coming into the draft, when you looked at some of his some of his footage, he is very handy, and he and he, he got away with a lot of stuff in college, and it does seem to have, it does seem to have carried over. I'm not you know I'm not doubting he's, he's been absolutely unbelievable. He's been fantastic, but he, he is very hands on, and there he, he is a couple of players that that you mentioned that you know could have been called DBI, um, in other games as well. But yeah, he he had, he had a good game. Uh, Quinn Williams again, absolute monster. Jermaine Johnson coming up with a, a big sack. He, you know, chasing chasing Josh Allen down in the backfield and uh, and you know taking him down for a sack. Uh, Josh Allen didn't have a particularly great game, uh, which is not like him at all. Um, but I think they did well to neutralise Diggs, uh, our defence after the uh, the first player from scrimmage, which was a you know a big chunk player that uh, that Diggs got. And then after that, he, you know, it wasn't a great deal. A great deal going on. So yeah, overall, really good game. Obviously, massive shock to win the game. I don't think you know the, the, the most diehard of Jets fan would say you know we, we were we were comfortable and we were expecting to beat them. Uh, but no, we'll we'll definitely take it, move on to the bye, and uh, and crack on from there. You guys got any comments? I'll show up quietly and any comments on that one. I think looking in, it was an all round. Team performance got the W. Um, Thor's got 
burned by Diggs, didn't he? I think one of the first plays of the game. First play, yeah. Go route. Uh, and fair play for the guy. He kind of went away, watched the video, pulled himself out, and, and did pretty decent after that. It looked at that play like he was going to be in for a very, very long afternoon. Uh, and I guess we can do it at that level. These guys are that good. They will beat you at times. All you can do is learn from it and minimise it happening again, right? And he did that to his credit, even though I it was DPI. I thought Michael Carter didn't get um, the credit maybe he deserved as well. I think he yeah. averaged about seven seven yards in the game, which we saw last week the Bills could lay up in the run game. But it was nice to see Michael Carter because coming out, I actually thought Michael Carter was running back one from that year. And I thought he was kind of harsh to be as much as well as good as Brees Hall is. I did think, it's all right, they've got Michael Carter. They'll still be able to move the ball. So it was nice to see him put in a good game. Yeah, he, he played James really Robinson. well again. That James Robinson pick up lovely. <laughs> Yeah, there was all these questions about his knee, and then uh, he, it was, he actually came up on the injury report on Saturday, questionable, and then miraculously played. So I don't know what was going on there, but yeah, very good pickup. I was really happy with that. Uh, yeah, Michael Carter had a cracking game, 76 yards uh, and a touchdown, average 6.3 yards a carry. So yeah, he's, he stepped up big time when obviously Brees Hall went out. We thought, oh, that's it, that's the end of the run game, and you know, season's going to crumble, but no, it's it's going pretty well very very quickly because I haven't uh, haven't mentioned him in 10 weeks Garrett Wilson's been absolutely unbelievable uh, 92 yards uh, on 8 receptions again today he's just outstanding true wide receiver one he's going to be he's going to be a fantastic player for us yeah right moving on who we got next let's have a look see we'll go Vikings Commanders um didn't catch a great deal of this game. What's anyone's thoughts on this one? Did you all see Curtis Samuel's catch from the he from Heineke for his touchdown? I haven't known. No. It's, uh, I think they're on like the 30. Heineke sends it deep and there's three Vikings and Samuel comes up with it. And I, it looked to be short. I looked like it was down on the two, but they gave the touchdown. Go find it. It's really, really good. What I will say, what I saw that game, it got mentioned before the game. Watching that advertising next year's season tickets with a poster of Taylor Heineke. Yeah. But midway through the game, when he touched it on red zone, the crowd were chanting Heineke's name. Chanting his name. Okay. I, you could be looking at the end of Carson Wentz. Watch it. I liked Heineke last year when he came in. He did a sound job for them. I, I think there's worse quarterbacks at the minute. Mm. Like Wee. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of you would take Taylor Heineke right now. Rob's like, yep, I'd love Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Just silently nodding there, Rob. Yeah. But it's one of the, you know, to be fair, you know, when Mariota's handing the ball off, it's fine. It's when he starts trying to throw it that uh, <laughs> concerns me. And I think Arthur Smith knows you that as well. Fine. You just can't throw it to anybody. I think Kyle Pitts have something like that. 46 or 26 receptions yards, but yeah, it's not even seven yards. Yeah. It's throwing the ball fine. He just doesn't throw it anywhere Makes a change. They're doing all right. They're, we said at the start of the year, didn't we? They're one of those teams where we don't quite know if they're good or if they're not good. 
Um, <laughs> and at the minute, they're, they're putting the wings together and it's tallying up and they're doing it dirty at times, which is good too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, all of our sort of predictions pre-season was, was meh. It's the Vikings, same same shit, different day. But 7-1, record doesn't lie. doesn't matter who you've played, how you've won the 7-1. The so, yeah, I completely agree with that. I think they've, they've, they've been a better team the last three or four years than what their season record at the end of it has suggested, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, they lose yeah. games by three, not win games by three. That's their problem. And this year, they've Definitely. Uh, moving on, uh, Bengals, Panthers. Uh, I know we're not a fantasy podcast, but for anybody, Rosner and Joe Mixon at the weekend, if you didn't win your matchup, you're absolutely shocking at fantasy football and you want shooting because he was unbelievable. Um, just unstoppable. I did have one lineup, and I've got a number of leads. I've got every player who can possibly move into under the sun somewhere. I did have one lineup with Joe Mixon in that lost. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you need to quit. <laughs> that, that's not funny. But there was a few guys that had big weeks, right? Derek Henry, Corder, or Patterson. These guys had big weeks as well. And if you manage to put two or three of them together, it overcomes oh, yeah. the average sometimes. So, um, yeah, I had Joe Mixon in the league and lost. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I didn't catch this game. I just saw all the fireworks with, uh, with everyone going absolutely nuts over Joe Mixon's four touchdowns. Um, did anyone have any any thoughts on this game? There was a point, wasn't there, where the Bengals had scored more points than the Panthers had yards? Because I think really? Walker was, was three. Yeah. Fro- was it? I think he had four throws for two interceptions at one point and had like eight yards. So the <laughs> I think the Bengals were twenty-one up by the time that it happened. Fantastic. No, I'm. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm gonna keep quiet on the fantasy point as well because I had to. Uh, I had to bring in uh, PJ Walker off the wire this week on one of my uh, Superflex teams. So yeah, I didn't win that match. I didn't go too. PJ Walker has actually looked pretty decent so far this year when he's played. Um, Where did they start next week as well? Yeah. Three completions on ten attempts, nine yards, two interceptions is, you know, <laughs> not a good line whatsoever. But let's not take it away from him when he's played so far this season. He's been more than competent for the Panthers. Yeah, fair enough. Um, skip over that one. Uh, we've got Jaguars Raiders. Raiders with yet another loss. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked all right in this game, to be fair. 235 yards and a touchdown. Uh, 25 of 31 attempts. Uh, Travis Etienne, well, uh, another good game again. Two touchdowns, 109 yards. Um, anything else on this one, guys? I felt sorry for Etienne. I think he carried the ball 29 times, I think I saw. He, that man was being smashed left, right and centre. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> and they released, definitely uh, and the Ravens released um, Jonathan Abraham tonight as well. First round pick. Really? I don't think they've got any first round no, picks right? left, have yeah. they? They only got after them and released them first rounders. I don't know quite what the deal is there, but yeah, they've released Jonathan Abraham tonight. He's a really strong guy. They want to send Adams back, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good, good game for Adams, wasn't it? 
146 yards, two touchdowns. Um, actually, you know, ha- had a good game. Uh, what's people's thoughts on Derek Carr? Is is he the the long term answer there or not? Well, if Fred was here, then he'd tell you that Derek Carr is the exciting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> right. And that is his opinion, not mine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. For no me, need to be a superstar quarterback to win anything. You can do it with a Jimmy G. Derek yeah. Carr's probably not quite as good as Jimmy G, to be honest with you, but you have the pieces around him as well, and I don't think they've quite got that. I think in talent-wise, he's definitely in the bottom quarter of quarterbacks, you would say, in raw talent um, that's starting. But like Dan says, he's steady, and he's got plenty of options around him. So if, you, if, you, if you've got a steady quarterback there, then you can string results together. Um, but I guess it's one of those things, especially for fans of teams, is it's always easy to, you know, turn around and say we'd do better if we had a better quarterback again. Was Waller out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, we'll move on again uh, to another quarterback who has divided opinion so far in his career, but he was absolutely awesome in this game despite losing the game. Uh, we'll go Bears, Dolphins, and Justin Fields, 178 yards on the ground and a touchdown, thrown for another three touchdowns and 123 yards. Uh, they end up losing the game. Right, right. He was, he was unreal. He, 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 yeah. he was, you know, it was really exciting to watch. Really good game to, to, to take in. Uh, Dolphins look good. I'm going to hold my hands up and I'm going to see it. So it's on the record. Tua is a really good quarterback. He's doing what he needs to do. Um, Just imagine how yeah. good he'd be, though. If he'd feel his arms turned apart and he could hit those mm. receivers in stride, yeah. it'd be even better. So if they're having to come back to get the ball, yeah. losing yards for his throws. So if he could get him in stride, they'd get him more yards. Yeah, yeah that's obviously been the, you know, being what, what people have been digging him for, you know, since, since day one in the league. Um, it is the ability not to, you know, not to throw the ball deep down the field. But he, he's getting the job done. I do see what you, you know, what you say. There are a lot of these these throws coming up short, and then your receivers having to cut back to uh, to make the reception. But he's getting the job done. He, he's certainly uh, certainly putting the points on the board and, and getting the yards there. So yeah, I'll, I'll own up and say he's, yeah, he's decent. Very good. What what did we think of the Bradley Chubb trade? Um, yeah, I um, would prefer him not to be in uh, in our division, right? But you know, <laughs> no, I, we had a problem with CMC for six years, so we're not quite in Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a decent ad for them. Um, yeah, no, no issue with the with the capital of the views there. Um, yeah, I think it's a decent trade. The Dolphins are doing. Trades and well, in the off season as well, they were making moves that would make them better. <clears throat> and you know, getting Tyree Hill in there, a lot of people, especially if people playing fantasy, what is uh, what his output was going to be from a fantasy point of view. But you look at like the stats that Tyree Hill put up, um, 
143 yards, one touchdown um, on eight targets. And that's what the Dolphins are doing right now. They probably could say they underachieved last couple of years. Um, and they're going out there. And they've been aggressive in improving the team that's on the field right now. Yeah, great. Um, I think the one thing that's, that could cause them problems moving forward is the defence. They haven't had, you know, they've, they've had a good defence the last couple of years and it, it doesn't seem to be a, to be translating this season on the field. I know the 6-3, and three, but Bears put 32 points up on them. Obviously, you know, Jets beat them a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, they, they certainly don't have the, the defence that you're expecting coming into the season. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, are they just going to outscore outscore people, you know, going down, going down the stretch in the season or is that going to come to bite them at some point? But I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Not a good plan. <laughs> Right, we move on again. Uh, where are we going next? Let's have a look. Cardinal Seahawks. Seahawks pulling off another win. Gino Smith getting another win. Didn't play as well in this game, I would say. But Kenneth Walker again, looking looking fantastic. 109 yards, two touchdowns. Um, yeah, any thoughts on this one, guys? No, Seals keep rolling right now. Everyone didn't expect it apart from... Uh... Carol, this is the only one that saw this coming. Um, maybe Gino <clears throat> Smith, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're rolling along, they're doing well. There's a chance that Ken Walker might not be in Germany this week, be nice. Um, they found out last night he's got a passport. No, oh. uh, yeah, that's kind of... probably left their hometown except for college and bits and pieces, right? So. <laughs> True. And if Walker doesn't have a passport, now I'm sure the NFL and the organisation will be able to get one expedited in a hurry for him yeah. to get out there. But um, as of last night, Kenny Walker had no passport going to Germany. Somebody's going to be paying for yeah. that stamp right now. I don't even know how you can use that as some sort of excuse because, you know, as soon as... Did you come out? You know, Did you come out of his mate? Yeah, exactly. You've been drafted. Yeah. The fix just come out. The European games get announced. The first thing you do is be like, oh my God, I've not got a passport. I best get one quick. <laughs> You've got months. You've got months. Well, tell and then the week I reckon this organization or something that you're going to need it. You would not like to be the person knocking on Pete Carroll's door, would you, saying, uh, Coach, I've not got a passport. And we're flying. <laughs> <laughs> so, the good thing is, the NFL and the, the organisation will probably just throw some money at it and get that turned around in 24 hours, whatever the cost. Definitely. But it, it, it is an odd one, isn't it? They know they know what the players are doing, you know, how they're doing it, what they're eating, what they're drinking, all the rest of it. Oh, by the way, hold on, he doesn't have a passport. Well, how did this slip through the cracks sort of thing? But yeah, I'm sure you'll be uh, be in Germany and you'll be you'll be sat watching them live, Danny. You've got any concerns about facing facing the Seahawks? Yeah, but we'll get on that later, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay. Um, Cardinals, any any comments on the Cardinals? Poor. Yeah. There was um, a clip, I don't know if anyone else caught it, of uh, Kyler Murray and Hopkins having a Barney as well during the uh, I think it was first quarter of the game. It was like, oh, it's going to be one of those days for the Cardinals, is it? Again. <laughs> It's been a couple of weeks, couple of weeks in a row now, hasn't it? Kyler's kicking off on the sidelines, and mm. 
he's definitely not happy there at all, is he? There's, there's obviously, uh, you know, storming a teacup brewing. brewing uh, it's been a couple of weeks ago now. He was having a go at, uh, at uh, Kingsbury the other week as well. So, yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see what happens and, you know, how much how much further they implored uh, moving forward. Right, Dan. Uh, Bucks, Rams, fire away. Um, yeah, for the eight minutes, it was the same tempo we've seen all year, really. We looked much better defensively, held the Rams to 13 points, only 165 yards through the air and only 68 rushing. Far better defensively. I mean, the Rams have got their own problems anyway, a bit like us, two teams coming into the game. Lacking form, lacking confidence, I guess, and not really where they should be. So it felt like a real season-turning game. Um, defensed it up. Offense looked mere as always. By Leonard Fournette for a hissy fit after not being in the game for two drives. Um, Rashad White, the rookie, actually went over to him and, and told him to get up because we need him to lead us, and that's quite good to see. And he did, uh, and he come back. Game-winning drive. Brady, hurry up offense. He called the plays himself, and look at the difference it made. We went 68 yards in five plays down the field. Um, just need to change the way we're playing this game. Uh, we've said last couple of weeks, Byron Leftwich probably, OC probably needs to go. It's just evident there. It's just four. I mean, we're averaging 1.3 touchdowns a game. Last year, we was at this stage, we were averaging 3.4. Just not scoring points. Horrendous in that regard. But we got a win. We're in Germany this week. We're four and five. We're back top of the division and traveling that kind of way feels a lot better off the back of a win than it does off a defeat, that's for sure. We could have been going into this game on, on the back of a four game losing streak. Yeah, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not. Yeah, so that builds a bit of confidence and hopefully we can roll on that and learn from it. So get a bit of team bonding on the plane. Get them doing there. Russell Wilson, Hyannis, down the corridors. There we go. <laughs> Well, for him, he got a win, didn't he? <laughs> Very true. Yeah, it must must be working. So, uh, you looking forward to going over there? Just on a, on a personal note, obviously, uh, know that you're heading over there with with a lot of uh, UK Bucks fans. I'm ecstatic to be heading over there, mate. Tickets come through. Yeah, quiet Saturday, couple of nights. Um, I think Brady Live's one thing, but to be at the the first game in Germany as well. I think. I mean, we all do London games, and we've kind of found our rhythm and routine with them and so on now but to go to Germany and experience that and the first game as well uh, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I know Dan's heading out as well um, mm-hmm. and just to be in the town and get the atmosphere around the town and stuff so um, yeah hopefully it's it's going to be a lot of fun I think brilliant good stuff awesome uh, myself up with sausage mate I tell you, sausage and pretzels <laughs> so you'd be rolling in next week, uh, celebrating. Hopefully for you, uh, a book to win. Uh, right, food just as much as anything else. Anyone There was one place I looked at had seventeen different types of sausage available. I'm like, great. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, Chiefs Titans. Um, close game this one. Uh, like we said a bit earlier, Derek Henry had himself uh, had himself a good game. Uh, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Um, pretty much played the game without a quarterback, really. Uh, Malik Willis um, 
80 yards of 16 attempts, five completions. So to keep it that close against the Chiefs and you know have have an opportunity to win it and then obviously lose it in overtime, I, I think they've uh, they've you know the Titans have, have have held themselves up well there. Um, any thoughts on that game apart from Mahomes's massive passing stat line? 68 attempts, 446 yards. I the record, were... the QB. record amount of attempts, was it? No, 70 is the record. That's how high. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There were two teams that went in with like literally completely opposite offensive game plans. The Chiefs practically threw the ball practically all the time and uh, the Titans went in and tried to run it all the time. Um, and I think, you know, the Titans managed to keep it close because they didn't want to blitz Mahomes too much. And uh, they did a good job in man coverage on the receivers, um, getting up close, keeping the windows really tight. That didn't really give Mahomes a lot of opportunity to, uh, well, they were standing around, like trying to go through his progression, trying to find someone that might be open. Um, and then that did obviously invite pressure onto Mahomes. Um, and he did, he struggled under pressure, but uh, when his offensive line stood up and managed to protect him, it was you know, his expect he was uh, right on the money. I think the Chiefs ran the ball outside of Mahomes, I think it was 12 times, and not a single one of their backs averaged more than I think it was two yards. They really struggled to run the ball, so they had to rely on, on Mahomes. <clears throat> That's ridiculous when you <laughs> when you look at the you, you look at the stats and you look you look at the score. That's it's insane the, the amount the amount of throws you've got in that game. But yeah, I suppose it's it's done the job. It's it's gotten the win in the end. Um, final game of the week: Ravens Saints. Uh, Ravens come out winning it twenty seven thirteen. Um, didn't even know the result of this game until about five minutes ago when I had a look. I'll be deadly <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, as hectic as as the start of the week's been. Anyone have any thoughts on this? Anyone actually watch the game live or pick it up at highlights? No, I've not seen it. Um, but, you know, what can you say? The Saints lost a beautiful result. <laughs> what was Just having a look, just to try and... and no. Kenyon Drake had a good day, didn't he, again? I mean, he got two touchdowns for a nice, nice bulk. Oh, yeah, decent. Yeah, that's good. Do you think it's the end of uh, that game right. now? Winston was fit to play then, wasn't he, this week, and they didn't start Winston. Do you think we, they go back to him now? I'd start stick with Dalton, Lee. Mm-hmm. I, I really would. Um, just looking at his stats here. Uh, 19 of 29 attempts, 210 yards, a touchdown, and, and the one interception. But no, I would, I would stick with Dalton moving forward myself. I think Jameis... I just, I don't know. I, I, he's just obviously a turnover machine, isn't he? He, he can, he can get your yards. He can bomb the ball downfield, but he, he's always prone to that interception. It's, it's either going to be a, you know, a long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I hope they do stick with Dalton because my three quarterbacks and Scott Fishball were all injured. Uh, so I turned to the waiver wire, and Alden De Dalton was the only quarterback available. So I grabbed him, and he's still the only quarterback that I have got. So. If you've lost three quarterbacks, you're probably not doing that well with the Scottish Bowl anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to check now. Yeah, check. 
I'll come back to you on that one, go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, briefly on Scott Fishball, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm second in my my division or what have you, but yes, yeah, been been all right. Well, Not too bad. Just say, Hannah Rowland, who's going to come on here in a couple of weeks, is 19th. Scott Fishball. That, that's pretty fans. awesome, that like. Hannah is new to fantasy. Last year was her first year playing fantasy. Um, she's mm-hmm. took to content. She does bits at five yards. She's helping the Gus out at UKFFC this year. She's behind that. Uh, we're going to run some bits there. And she is 19th in Scottish Bowl, which is phenomenal. Yeah, incredible. That's pretty awesome. Big shout out to Hannah. Um, you know, good luck. Go and smash it and, and win it. I think me and Rob are definitely anywhere near uh, <laughs> near doing very well in that one. Itself, I'm just looking now. In, uh, in my division, I'm seven and two. Right, well, right. Do you want to talk, is right? currently uh, 12 and 6, Rob. You only need one more win to play us. 13 wins going. Oh, I'll let you off them. Yeah. You're 1,534. So you're right on the halfway bubble. All right, there you go. Right, that wraps up. Uh... <clears throat> go on. Find you, Jamie O. Jamie O. is currently 11 and 7, so two wins off playoffs. With your score, you are 1,228. Yeah, yeah. Like, Over us. Go. I'll go into mine. Done. Finish. Move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've wrapped up week nine there. Um, we'll move on to some predictions for, for week 10. We'll, we'll fly through them. If there's any particular game yeah. you want to you wanna have a shout at, just let us know. But uh, Rob... We'll start with you, Falcons, Panthers. Who you got? Um, Thursday night football. Obviously, la- not the Sunday just gone the week before. We've literally just played the Panthers in what was another heart-in-the-mouth game for the Falcons where we won 37-34. Um, I hope PJ Walker does start and plays like he did. Uh, this Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're still in a good position. I like what I've seen from us so far. Um, and I think the Pampers aren't that good. We've got Cordell Patson back. So, yeah, without any hesitation, I'm going Falcons. Yeah, anyone else? I'm going to join you, Rob. I'm going to join you, Rob. I'm going Falcons. It's another Thursday night. It's going to be a abysmal dross football. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, the Falcons should, should win this game. They're yeah. the better team. Maybe if I hit their stride on the day. Dan, who are you going for? On this yeah, one? Falcons as well. I think uh, Patterson, he said about bringing Patterson back this week. But So coming into next week, I think he can make a big difference. I actually like the yeah, Falcons got... of Algier because he'll keep the workload down on Patterson. I think they would have been too reliant on him. And obviously, he is injury prone, he's an older back. So, I think Algiers stepping up to the plate and actually showing he can do a job, um, I think will help Patterson out in the long run. Yeah, definitely. I've went Falcons as well. Um, watching Patterson bulldoze his way into the end zone was 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 quite amusing in the, uh, the highlights of that game. So, yeah, I've gone uh, <coughs> Falcons as well. Uh, Buccaneers Seahawks. Uh, myself, I went for the Seahawks for the pure and simple reason that I want to piss Dan off on these, these triple overseas. <laughs> I'm jealous. I, I'm jealous that he's going and I'm and I'm stuck here. But yeah, 
Have I've a got all that, and all that money, upsetting all my family, and you want me to come back with the ump about it. Cheers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Um, yeah, I'm going Seahawks as well. Um, Seattle, do they rack up the most mileage of any team? Yeah. Just by virtue of the far north. West of the country, that is one heck of a journey from Seattle. Um, I actually looked it up as well. Uh, apparently, it's 5,264 air miles. A long wow. way to, to be fair, though, it's a level up because Tampa would be at home, Tampa home game. Um, Seattle still have a fair journey. The fact Tampa have got to make a journey as well is a bit of a level of that, yeah. I mean. Look, Bucks are my favourites in this game by virtue of them being the Bucks. Um, but the Bucks are struggling to score points. Geno Smith is playing incredible. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. And if Kenneth Walker can uh, expedite himself a passport, um, that's going to help them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to say Seahawks. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I'll go oh. Seahawks as well. Daniel, we don't need to ask you, do we? <laughs> Look, well, I went with the Rams laughing, right? So, you know. I don't got a kick for the Bucks sooner or later, but yeah, on paper, it should be a really one-sided. We shall see. Awesome. Right, Bears Lions. Uh, who wants to fire away on this one? No one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it should be the Lions. They should outscore Chicago. I think it all. I think it all comes down to Justin Fields if they kind of let him go off a little bit like he did this week. Trust him with the run, but um, the dueling Lions. I think they, their offense should just win them the game. Yeah, yeah, I went the opposite. I went Bears. Um, I, I like Russell with uh, with Justin Fields. Um, so yeah, I've I've gone I've gone Bears in this one. Rob. Um, yeah, you know the the Bears aren't a very good team, um, but Justin Fields has had a really really good game last weekend, and they have shown you know putting up thirty two points, they've shown that they can score points. Um, from a Lions point of view. And I'm sorry, Dan, but I think the Bears are going to pre- uh, present a much tougher challenge um, than what the Packers did. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I never thought I'd say that. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears in this one. Cool. Dan? Yeah, the, the Lions' defence has been shoddy all season, right? Um, they showed they can score points, but they can't stop other scoring points. This week, they... The Packers were bad as well, I get, but they did stop the Packers scoring points. Um, I just see that reverting back to time next week. I think Justin Fields has had that kind of emergence game. The confidence that will grow from that will be phenomenal. They've kind of figured out how to use him a little bit. Um, yeah, so I've, I've got Bears winning. Okay, awesome. And uh, next couple, we'll just fly through with a quick prediction. Uh, Dolphins, Browns, I've gone Dolphins. Dan? Dolphins for me. Dolphins for me. Yeah, Dolphins as well. 
Awesome, clean sweep. Uh, Titans, Broncos, I've gone Titans. Yep, Titans. Awesome. Yeah, Titans. Right, next one, we'll go Bills, Vikings. Just a quick word on this one. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. This obviously Bills coming off a loss, uh, loss to the Jets. Vikings, as we've already mentioned, uh, miraculously seven and one, and, and seem to be getting the job done. Um, I think you're going to have a an angry Bills game here. I think they're going to play really well, and I've gone Bills. Uh, Josh Allen to have a bounce back game and, and and play really well. So I've gone Bills on this one. I've, this is why I hate doing this show on Tuesday because I've gone Bills. But a lot depends on how Josh Allen's fit and able to play. Um, yeah. Knock on the, the elbow, his UCL. Um, <laughs> don't play, it goes Vikings away. Allen yeah. does play, I think the Bills are winning it. Um, I think this could be one of the best games of the weekend, um, for sure. And again, it's it's... Crazy because the Vikings are seven and one, and the Bills have just lost to the New York Jets. Um, yeah, I, you know how Josh Allen shapes up is uh, going to be a big thing for players. He's going to be angry because you know he put a lot of the blame on himself in his press conference afterwards. Um, ooh, you know what? I'm going to you know I've fallen behind now. Because you did a bad week. I did have a bad week. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going I'm going shit or bust and I'm gonna say the Vikings. Like it. And I think it you know it's not a foregone conclusion. The Bills, as we've said, best team in the league by far, but you know, that doesn't always translate on the field and it can go anywhere. So yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings. I just like what they're doing this season. Brilliant. Yeah. Dan, what about yourself? I echo that. I'd say Vikings as well. I reckon. I reckon the. Uh, I just read the bit. The Bills secondary worries me a bit against this Vikings offense. So I'm going to go Vikings. I think Jefferson, Hawkinson, and uh, Feenan could have a have a big game, and then might just nick it for the Vikings. Awesome. Uh, Giants Texans. Uh, didn't overthink this one. I've gone Giants. Going to be comfortable winners against Texans. Anyone else? Yeah, it should be straightforward, I think. Yep, same. Daniel? He's not here. Oh, he's, he's disappeared. Um, right, we'll come back to... Uh, we'll get Dan's prediction uh, a little later on if he turns back up. Uh, Chiefs-Jags. Uh, I've gone Chiefs in this one. I think Mahomes is going to have another, another good game. Jaguars. So I'm playing better, but I still think uh, coming up against the Chiefs, they're going to come up short uh, in terms of their ability to score points. How about yourself, Rob? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the Jags have shown some promise this season. I think the future is going to be bright uh, for them. Um, you know, they've still got plenty of work to do. And Trevor Lawrence has started to show in little bits this season um, the Trevor Lawrence that we expected when he first got drafted, but Chiefs are a better team and yeah, they'll they'll win it. Yeah, me too. I'm with the Chiefs as well. Awesome. Uh, right, okay. Uh, where are we going? Right, we'll fly through a few more. 
because I know time's getting on. Uh, Steelers Saints. I've gone Saints in this one. Um, what about yourselves? Two bad teams. Um, but yeah, I think Saints is the sensible choice, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I think it will be the Saints, but I don't want to watch this game. <laughs> definitely no. not. Definitely one that I'm going to watch minimal highlights on as well. That was painful there, uh, saying that, mind Rob. Right, Raiders Colts, uh, the rudderless ship of the Colts. Um, the interim head coach is a coach that's never coached before, so that's going to be interesting to see how that gets on. Uh, I've gone Raiders. I think you'd have to be crazy to say the Colts would win this game. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, the Raiders and the Colts to put up less than 10 points. Would that give me a bonus point, Jamie? I don't know about that. I don't don't, don't uh, make the rules. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raiders as well. Awesome. Dan, you're back. Uh, so, I'm on a different device. I've got my internet went down, so I picked up my phone and doing it off. Right, OK. Very quickly, did you make a prediction for Giants-Texans or not? Nope. No, Giants-Texans, who you got? Uh, Giants, if I can, but I'm going to be a pain now and I should go back because I was doing the sheet as we go and I didn't get Dan's prediction for the Bills game. Vikings. Nice. Well, that one. And did you go straight on to the Texans game after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texans-Giants. I think it was a sweep for the Giants. Chiefs, Jags, uh, sweep for the Chiefs, apart from yourself. What have you got? Yeah, Chiefs. I don't know that one. Don't And Saints, Steelers. Uh, we sweep for the, for the Saints. Saints. Yeah. Oh, I went Steelers. There you go. That's how oh, there you go. That's, one I thought that was Saints, so that's my little variation there. Happy days. <laughs> uh, Raiders, Colts, another sweep. What about you? Raiders Colts. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, I've got the Raiders winning, which is weird because they look atrocious right now as an organisation, but I think they'll be the Colts. Yeah, right. So we're back with today. You uh, Raiders. Next... Yeah. yeah, we all went Raiders, yeah. Oh, Rob wants to know, can we have a bonus point if the Colts put up three or less points? That's a ten or less. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, 10 or less. No, definitely not a bonus point for 10 or less. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> right, okay. Rams, Rams, Cardinals, we're back up to date. Rams, they own the Cardinals. Yeah. Rams for me. This could be another atrocious game. Because. <laughs> Which I didn't think I'd say at the start of the season, but this. <laughs> Is almost Saint Steelers bad atrocious game. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think if both these teams could lose this game, they would. <laughs> but yeah, I think you know. I think Rams are going to win, and Cliff Kingsbury is going to find himself out of a job. Oh, he's got to go soon. Past him. Did did he extend it? Did he extend him alongside Kyler? They extended it when they extended the GM, didn't they? No, I did that, okay. Whenever they extended Kimes, they did him as well. Right, okay. Who are you saying, Dan? 
I've gone uh, around. Oh, sorry. I've gone around. Sorry, which wish that? <laughs> I, don't, I know I did. Dan squared. <laughs> There's a, yeah, they're both a mess. They're both well matched. Both got a superb wide receiver in Cup and Hopkins. Um, but for me, one is coached better than the other. Sean McVay outcoaches Cliff Kingsbury, hands down. Awesome. Uh, Packers, Cowboys. Dan, we'll go with your team first. Who have you got? Uh, Cowboys. Reasonably <laughs> comfortably. No hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> Cowboys as well for me. Yeah, well, really if, uh, well, if Dan can't even back the Packers, why should I? So, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, Niners, Chargers. I think it's got a potential to be a good game. Uh, I'm going to go Niners on this one. I've joined you. I've got Niners. I think the CMC edition was a fantastic pickup. No, it was a great player, but it also seems like a very good fit with the organisation. And there is an outside chance. Debo might be back. I don't think he will be, but there is an outside chance. So, Yeah, no. <clears throat> I like the 49ers and what they're doing this year and Chargers, you know, just watching them on Sunday, the Falcons should have beaten them. And So, yeah, 49ers, I think. Yeah, four for four. Brilliant. Uh, final one, Eagles Commanders. Uh, I'm not going to say a single word on this other than Eagles. Final <laughs> Eagles as well for me. I think you've missed the game though, haven't you? Mm. Oh, I don't think so. I'll take them all off on my board. Yeah, my sheet's filled out. Pay attention, Rob. I won't even run after call. Um, Couple of buys this week, Rob. <laughs> Rob, who did we miss? Tell us. It's um, the start of the 20 minutes while you work it out. One second. Uh, where are we? Week 10. Dolphins, Browns? No, we did that. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. What did I say? Dolphins. I don't know. Yeah, that we go Browns. They'll change it. No, I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Do we sweep the Eagles there then, yeah? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <coughs> awesome. Okay, so very quickly, just before we uh, we crack on, we'll just have a look at the standings after this week. I don't uh, want week to. nine. <laughs> week, week nine. Uh, in terms of our predictions, rather than the uh, the, the Packers' wonderful record. Uh, Dan, you had eleven correct uh, predictions this week, so you're sitting on eighty-one. Rob, eight predictions. Shit. Uh, sitting on 80 I had 9 so I'm tied for first place with the fans who had 8 so we're both on 83 so Rob you're going to have to pull your finger out and have a couple of these swings to I get yourself back in the, back in the mix absolute terrible week last week and I knew as the results were coming in I was like damn it this has been awful <clears throat> awesome okay so anything else to add boys before we, uh, we sign off no all good well, good, Dan. It's good to be back together. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome to be back together. And uh, Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's been thank good you for inviting me. me. Yeah. Yeah, thank, you. thank you for inviting me on. Absolutely. Well, uh, good luck for your uh, respective teams this week, boys. Uh, Dan, enjoy uh, Germany. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks.